Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. My name is Ed Taylor, taking your calls and your questions here. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Lines are open in the beginning of the show. This is the time to get on the air and of course, you can always text 720-336-0897. That is the dedicated texting line. And today is a new day. The mercies of the Lord are new every morning. And it is a good thing to know Jesus Christ, to serve him. And I wonder what it's been in your life recently uh, that... Uh, that has sought to undermine your faith in Jesus Christ. Why don't you call me if you don't have a question or a prayer request, or maybe it will become a prayer request, that you've just been dealing with what has been undermining your faith. Uh, What has been undermining your faith? What's been attacking your faith? Uh, What is it that you've been wrestling with? The Bible says in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Oh, I love that verse. I love that truth. Uh, Great is his faithfulness. Never has there been a time in the history of man that Jesus Christ has not been faithful and he is a faithful God to us, no matter what's happening, no matter what you're facing, no matter what the doctor said, no matter what you are feeling, um, the Lord's mercies are new every morning. 303-690-3000 is the number, and let me make sure I have my email up, uh, and I have my uh, texting box up, so call me. 303-690-3000. Olga from Denver, Colorado. Welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, I just heard your question on the radio. Yes. I think what makes it hard and makes my faith dwindle is I think when you're a non-believer, you don't have that conviction. Yes. And so when you're a believer... You have that conviction, and it's so much easier to go back to the old way because you don't have the conviction, and you feel like, I don't know, you don't, I don't know, you don't feel judged. So I think for me it's it's harder to walk by faith now than ever because it's, the more I try to walk in faith, the harder and the more trial and tribulations are thrown my way. Is there anyone particular that has been thrown your way lately? 
everything. <laughs> just I don't know. Just the more I pray, I feel the more the harder the trial and the tribulation gets. I think for me, it's trying to stay a believer. Trying to stay um, a believer. What what does yeah. that mean? It's just so hard for me to continually pray and not have an answer or guidance to what is going on. I, I think, you know, it's just been hard lately, like... You know, I was I was praying today on I had I was out all morning. Usually, I'm here during on Wednesdays for staff meetings, and it's just our day of meetings. But I was out uh, driving around Denver to different appointments today, and and uh, I've got a few things on my mind. And I was praying, so I turned the radio off, uh, Mm -hmm. and I started praying while I'm driving on I-25, and and this thought hit me, and I just talked to God about it. I just told Him, so I'll give you I'll give everyone listening right now a little insight on my prayer life and. So I was praying for something and, and, and a couple things, really. And then, and then I said, but you know, God, I, I don't really know how you're going to answer me. I really don't know. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, it's hard to believe uh, that you will answer me because when my son was in a coma and I was praying for you to wake him up, uh, you allowed so many other circumstances outside of our control uh, that didn't allow him to wake up. And, and so I was just telling him, like, straight up, I was saying, I'm my faith is undermined uh, today. That's probably why it's on my mind for the show because you didn't answer my prayer the way that I wanted you to answer my prayer, and you allowed all kinds of evil, nasty cruelty to happen um, on top of the pain of losing your son. And I just I, I I'm glad that he didn't strike me with lightning or you know my tire didn't blow out because God's not like that. But mm-hmm. but I was I was honest with him. Uh, and I felt like he was just giving me a piece that even though we experienced some real, <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Right. It, even though we experienced and are experiencing all kinds of crazy nonsense, um, mm-hmm. he was reminding me that he's faithful. Uh, right. He was reminding me that, that, that one day I will see the value of the answer. And one day, you know, I was looking at this earlier this week too, as I was putting some studies together uh, studying in Romans chapter 8, just thinking that we either believe it or we don't, that he's working all things together for good, uh, for those that love him, those that are called according to his purpose. And I have to admit that there are times I don't believe it. It's not, it's not for a long extended period of time, uh, right. mostly, although sometimes actually it can be. Um, but the, I either believe it and it leads me to a stronger walk with him or I don't believe it. And I waver in my faith, and and I waver, you know, because God remains the same. It's you and me um, that waver, and yeah. and so I want you to know, even in your struggles, you're not ever going to not be a believer. You're never going to lose your salvation. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not going to be discarded by God. However, you will be attacked and assaulted on how you feel right. and what you think. And the truth, I was thinking of Psalm 73. Uh, remember, in Psalm 73, he says, Truly God is good to Israel, to such as pure in heart. But as for me, my feet almost stumbled. My steps nearly slipped. I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. There are no pangs in their death. Their strength is firm. He's basically saying, I watch unbelievers and it looks like they never have any problems. They're not in trouble, verse 5, like other men. Pride is their necklace. They scoff and speak wickedly. 
their mouth is against the heavens. Uh, on and on and on he goes, right? And he, right. he closes with, he, he comes to a crescendo in verse 16 of Psalm 73 when he says, Then I thought how to understand this. It was too painful for me. And then the very next verse was, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. And I want to encourage you, God is faithful, even though what you're going through right now, the dark, the difficulties, you're right, you have been awakened to a whole new part of struggle, you're right, because before you were born again, you were dead in your trespasses and sins, you, you were lifeless toward the things that you are now alive to, God has opened your eyes and opened your, you know, I think in my life, just I, before I was saved, I was, I was a careless person, or better put, I did not care about people or myself or anybody. And when I was born again, God made me like a crying baby um, in terms of how how I connect and I care. Like I didn't care before, and it's like I've got this brand new feeling. I can't believe, uh, you know, and sometimes I I might even be accused of caring too much or getting too involved or, you know, letting things affect me way more than they should. Um, right. But I think that's where I'm at. Pastor, yeah. Is just in the past, I didn't care. Like I, I hurt people and, you know, I never cared about it. And right. I guess now I'm a totally different person and I try to empathize and I try to be kind and I try to be mindful. Yes. And I feel like I feel so taken advantage of, like I had a really hard morning at work this morning yes. and I just had to leave. Like it was, it was after lunch. I just had to go for a walk and just mm. kind of pray the entire time. And I guess what hurts is I'm praying for myself to ex- accept the tribulation, but it's really hard. It is really hard. Not to lash out, not to be the person I was. And yes. I think that's, that's where I struggle is I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be that person again, but people hurt my feelings. And I have to be humble enough to apologize for whatever I'm apologizing for. Yes. And move on and forgive them. Well, and, and, and I think that there's a couple things that you mentioned that we all need to be aware of. You know, one is the old, uh, the old person, you know, the old Ed and <clears throat> the old Olga is always ready to come out. Um, the Bible refers to that as our flesh. Right. You know, it, it's always looking for an opportunity. And unfortunately, we, we find out about um, how much of the flesh is in us when we're tested. Right. And, and it's just so disappointing at times when the old Ed comes out. Yeah. I mean, it's always disappointing, not sometimes, but it's always disappointing as the flesh lusts against the spirit. But, but one of the things I hear in your voice that I want to remind you of is that it is not dependent upon you and your strength and you just holding it together and mustering up enough energy and enough strength, but but rather the Holy Spirit lives in you, empowering you, and your sufficiency is is from His presence in your life. And when you your responsibility is to yield to Him, that's all that's necessary. All everything else you talked about, forgiveness, uh, you know, uh, apologies. Um, not cussing, whatever it is that comes out, none of that is really, do you need to worry about when you yield to him? 
Amen. And you just, it all summarizes, go, you know what? I don't like this right now. This is horrible. You can do like a little Nehemiah prayer where it's silent to the Lord, but he hears you, he answers, and and his strength is your strength. All it's it's like being a millionaire. All you need to do is spend the money. Same with the Lord. It's your his strength is your strength. All you need to do is use it. Yes. <clears throat> Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. I'm glad you called in. I'm glad that question prompted you because you know what you went through today, what I've gone through today. Uh, is going to bless and encourage other people because this is normal Christianity. This is not abnormal. In this world, you'll have tribulation, Jesus said, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. Amen. All right, sister. Thank you, Pastor Ed. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000, including you guys out um, out on the East Coast. Hey, Frank, it won't release the, the call. There it goes. 303-690-3000. You guys on the East Coast, uh, listening on Hope FM, you guys listening on Truth FM, online on, of course, Grace FM, up and down the front range here in Colorado, in Wyoming, give me a call. I would love to talk to you. What is on your mind? What's the Lord doing in your life? How can we pray, talk, open the Bible together? <clears throat> Let's go to Irene in Denver, Colorado. Irene, welcome to the program. Hey, Irene, you're on the air. Ah, well, Irene, call me back. Um, Love to talk to you. We're going to move on to Rebecca in Colorado Springs. Rebecca, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Um, I just wanted to encourage Olga and the last caller, the Lord kind of woke me up this morning showing me that all the pressure and the lack of any security at all. I'm 71, yes. and I have an extremely difficult time finding work that I can do uh, to be able to sustain myself. Yes. And there's many levels that the Lord has removed everything from me, and we do have a side of faith. And He would just kind of woke me up and reminded me that, this is the battle. This is the fight of faith just before the victory. Yes. And that verse that you quote, um, that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Yes. And are called <laughs> according to his purpose. The last part of that is it's for those who walk not after the flesh, but mm. after the spirit. Yes. And it's just the draw of Jesus that keeps me going. But I'm a very broken woman, very broken in every level, mentally, physically, spiritually. And relationally, it's just amazing that God still cries out in my heart, and the love that I have for people is endless. Yes. And I want to tell Olga that we are to encourage each other, and that last caller, just to tell her that we're in this together, and we need to encourage one another as we see the day approaching. Amen. I agree. That's a great, great word of encouragement. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. You know, I'm going to pray for my sister and just lay her needs before our Father. And so, Father, we pray for Rebecca as she uh, confesses to us, but more before you, that she's broken in so many areas. Would you comfort and encourage her, Lord? Would you strengthen her? Would you pour out your Holy Spirit on her in a powerful way, God, that um, you would help her to find the, 
the job that that she can do, um, that she can participate in, and uh, that, Lord, you would um, fill her um, with your Holy Spirit, the strength of your Spirit, the comfort of your Spirit, the the, the help that she needs, Lord, the, the strength that she needs. Would you fill her, Lord, with a, a love and a joy that passes and, you know, passes all understanding. You know, that, I know your, your word says there's a peace that passes all understanding, but also um, just a, a sense of your presence, Lord, uh, and what you want to accomplish in her life. And so I, I pray that you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon her, Lord, continue to do work in her that only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Good stuff. 303-690-3000. We're going to go over to Tracy calling from Greeley, Colorado. Tracy, welcome to the program. Hey, Tracy, can you turn your radio down? Hey, Tracy, I'm going to just put you on hold for a second, and by the time you hear this, uh, you'll be able to turn your radio down, and then I'll come back and get your call in just a second. 303-690-3000 is the number. Hey, Tracy, welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What's up? I wanted, I wanted to touch base with you, Pastor, about your subject today of what pulls hardest at our faith. Okay, great. Um, I haven't talked to you in about three years now. I, I doubt if you remember me, but... I'm a lay minister from our Savior's Lutheran in Greeley, Colorado. Okay. And I minister to elderly people and people near death. And I've uh, been doing this ministry now for about 11 years. And uh, it's totally volunteer out of the goodness of my heart, wanting to give back to the Lord for all He's given me in my life. I was called to it after my mother's death. And, uh, Pastor, my question is, uh, not question, but statement, I guess, since I've been serving... Yeah, it seems like I've got a target on my back, and, mm. and a lot of times the old devil takes his worst shot at me through my marriage. Um, the comments that my wife makes to me are criticisms to the point of, at times, we've we've had pretty rough times. There's been no adultery or nothing like that. Good. But, um, it seems like the 11 years that I've been doing this, and I'll be honest with you, I love doing it. It's very, very rewarding, but it's been a hardest 11 years of my life, mm. and it seems like when my wife does get verbally abusive towards me, she brings up my faith and not good enough to be serving, and, and even worse things than that, you know, and I just want to get your perspective on it if I can. Well, you know, one of the hardest places to be a light and a witness is in the home. Jesus said as much. He said a prophet's without honor, except in his own home, his own country, right. and and I'm sorry, you know, I'm, as I'm listening to you, I can even hear your voice change a little bit. I'm sorry that, uh, that this is part of the, the struggle that you have to face. You know, life is hard enough um, that, that we have to then somehow fight um, within our homes, you know. But, but then at the same time, I know that you married, um, I know that you married your wife because you love her. Um, right. I, I know that as you've been married to her for many years, that your love for her only increases and... And your response, your responsibility doesn't change. Um, your responsibility is to uh, love your wife as Christ loved the church, and I that. and and as you do that, you know, as you um, as you provide, 
that that loving channel for God to love your wife um, alongside of you know in the in the spirit of in the spirit of 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 the the in not only in the spirit of the Holy Spirit but in the spirit of love you know and and the intention of of being able to um, be a conduit for her love you for for his love to reach her it's important that that you learn to to continually die to yourself uh, in the right. home and how important it is for for you and me in our marriages um, to to die to ourselves because um, I agree. You're, you and I we're the if 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 my wife is not walking with the Lord and my wife is is not um, she's not responding to the Holy Spirit like she should then I'm the one if I'm the one walking in the spirit, um, then I'm the one that needs to die to myself. Um, right. I'm the one that's hearing from from the Lord. I need to be the one that represents the Lord. But you know that that doesn't help when you're getting beat down. You know it doesn't right. help when you're um, when you're being hurt. It doesn't help when you are um, when it's it's super hard. Um, but even then, even in then, um, the Lord is encouraging you. Um, he's strengthening you. And and he's helping you all along the way. Otherwise, you never really even um, you'd never be able to call today. <laughs> if, yeah, if the, I agree. I if agree. The Lord wasn't your yeah, strength. I, we've been married twenty seven years, Pastor, and I love her more than ever. I bet you There's do. There's only one thing I love more, though, it's the Lord Jesus. That's right. Good. He and he loves you supremely, and that 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 those years of investment in your wife have not been wasted. Um, you continue to plant those seeds of the gospel. Because one person plants and another waters, but God gives the increase. Right. I appreciate it, Pastor. I, I thank you for your words today. It's very encouraging. To You're me. welcome. Can I pray for you? I sure love it. Yes. God, I lift up my brother to you, and you know, I know that his story is repeated more than once. That you would encourage him, that especially you'd encourage him with his, um, with his wife, with the times where she makes fun or. She um, hurts him intentionally, that you would continue to guard his heart and guard his mind and keep him strong, not only in the church, but also at home, which is the place of ministry. The real ministry takes place in our homes, takes place in our, our workplaces, takes place um, in our churches, but first at home. So be with my brother at home, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, and God bless you. I've been listening to you guys for years now. You're very inspiring to us. Thank you, brother. Keep calling. Thank you for all you do. All right. God's peace. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number. We got open lines. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. We're going to get back to the phone lines in a minute, um, but let me... uh, Let's get Noah. He says he's in a truck, so let's just take Noah here. Noah is in Denver from his truck. Denver, um, Noah, welcome to the program. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are you? Or actually, good afternoon. It's afternoon, and I'm doing well. Are you driving through town? Uh, yes, sir. I'm a over-the-road truck driver. Right on. Well, thank you, because you deliver all the stuff that we use. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a privilege. Yes. You know, the Lord has blessed me to do this job, and so I'm doing it until he says otherwise. Amen. What's up? Uh I uh, just wanted to touch base with both uh, Miss Olga, just like uh, some coping tools that I've had to find out and learn over the years, which is one, 
I control nothing. Two, I need to seek ye first the kingdom of God That's and right. his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto me. Yes. Three, and I think it's the most important just in general, and this is on everything, which is it doesn't make a difference what anybody thinks of me here on this planet. It's what God thinks of me that's most important mm. to me. Yes. And that's where it all stems from. Because as long as I have him at the forefront and me seeking him consistently is how I get through day to day. Because when I know I don't control anything, you know, then it's not truly out of my hands. Other than that, it's a prayer that I ask for, which is, God, please give me your eyes so I can see the things that you want me to see. Grant me your ears so I can hear the things that you want me to hear, and then the strength and the will to do what it is that you want me to do. Because there's so many times in the Word that he's talked about people who have, who have eyes and don't see, who have ears and don't hear. Mm. And I really want to spread his word so much. And talking about your question about what sort of hinders me and my walk is kind of my, it's my desire, one, to spread his gospel, period. That's what I want to do. That's what my life's goal is, is to just be out there and to speak of him. And I've been pretty fortunate with this, and I kind of think of this as a as a road ministry. Yes. Because I get to meet so many different people and talk and, and listen. And the pain is real. The pain is out there. And, it's, and it starts mostly with relationships. Yes. Your relationship with God, your relationship with your, with your um, wife, with your boss, with whomever. Yeah. Because we don't have that common ground anymore, which is God. It's mm. good and stuff. And the thing that I'd like to offer up to Mr. Tracy is honesty and truth and communication. The reason why I say this is because I'm a, I was a failure at being a good husband and even being a good father. But these are the things that I learned afterwards, which is honesty and truth and communication. Yes. When something happens, go to the Word actually go to prayer to God first, then go to the Word, because He'll show you what you need to bring up. And then, like Paul says, come to her in love, and then you won't be a clanging symbol. And then it's not you just speaking. It's the Word of God. It's the truth that speaks to her. Yes. It's good stuff, man. Thanks for offering. So, I just wanted to, to reach out. And I, you know, like I said, I'm very sensitive to people's pain. Especially when it's real and it's of worth. Yeah. You know, not just, oh, I don't have any money, but then you realize that all of the things that you've brought upon yourself is what you've asked for. I got to pay bills. I got to do this. I have no money. Okay, well, then let's talk about something simple like, do you need that $1,000 iPhone 10? And then you have four of the people in your house. So you spent $4,000 that you could have used on food, housing, something else. And that's just the beginning. But anyways, sorry for taking up your, your time, but I just, these are the things that I've learned, and these are the things that I just want to share with others, because I do know that the struggle is real. That's and right. I just want everyone who's 
in the Lord, to be fully in the Lord and not waver back and forth. Because if we truly do put our faith in him, then he's got our back. It's kind of like the 300. Wave after wave of Persians kept coming at them, but they were able to stand strong because God secured them, saved them. We put on the full armor of God, and that's what they were doing, is they were standing side by side. Hey, thanks, my brother. We got to go. Thank Sorry you. About that. No, no, you're good. You're right Lord, up on I the break. Did. It's good stuff. Be safe you out know. there. Hey, thanks for joining us. We're coming up on the first and only break. My name is Ed Taylor, pastor here at Calvary in Aurora. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome to the second half of today's broadcast. I'm so glad that you have chosen to tune in to this radio station at this time. Calvary Live originates from Aurora, Colorado. Grace FM Colorado is the radio network that produces this show. Frank is on the boards today, and Kevin oversees the station, and Josh oversees all the operations, and uh, we're grateful to have a team here that uh, serves all the Calvary Aurora team as part of Grace FM, and they all have a piece of the uh, work that goes into it, even if it's just praying. So we're grateful to to have a ministry like Grace FM uh, to connect with you, especially on Calvary Live, uh, to be able to connect with pastors like Nick Cady and uh, like Eric Cartier and my brother Jeff Figs and some of the guys that fill in when we're out of town or on vacation. Uh, so welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys listening on Hope FM, you guys listening on Truth FM, you guys listening to our podcast as we see more and more people downloading our podcast for Calvary Live. Please do download our podcast. Just go to iTunes and connect with Calvary Live, Grace FM. You can also download our app, our free app is on every app store, uh, Calvary Aurora or Grace FM. Either one will get you our apps. 303-690-3000. Let's get right back to the phone lines. Let's see who's next. Looks like we have Lori in Castle Rock. Lori, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. I just wanted to get an idea of some scriptures that I could read as far as God's promises for heaven. Okay. Um, I lost my grandson in, in January. I'm sorry. But, you know, I'm just looking for, you know, because I know that when we get to heaven, we get our new glorified body and all this. You know, I know a lot about that. But as far as, you know, and I've, I have never had to deal with the death of a child. And it's yes. been hard. It's super hard. It's one of the hardest things that a person would ever endure. And uh, there is a... I have to agree. <laughs> you know, God's... Especially when it was unexpected and really for no known reason, because it was unexplained. But I would just like to know how we will know each other in heaven, because I know there are scriptures that talks about how, you know, those that have gone before us, we will know them. Well, let's start with... Let's start with... Um, 
Let me, let me start with 2 Corinthians chapter 1 for you. And, and just, you can jot it down, I'll read it to you. The Bible says in verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds in, through Christ. And I want you to know that God is the God of all comfort. And Jesus, is, Jesus is a, it, it came and lived in our own human flesh, just like yours and mine, in order that he might relate to us. And when, when you think of even, even God the Father knows intimately what it's like to lose a son. And, yes, he does. And he yes. understands the pain that you're going through through the loss of your grandson and, and all of the unanswered questions that goes with it. So that's number one. I want you to know that your answers come from a God of all comfort. Secondly, I'm reminded God put a passage of Scripture in an episode in, in, in David's life, King David back in the Old Testament, David, the one that would be, it would be through David's line that Messiah, Jesus Christ, would be born. And I, I don't think you could have told him <clears throat> that his tragedy would encourage literally millions of people for all of time uh, and eternity. But remember the story of David when, uh, when it was time for the kings to go to war, he stayed back. And when he stayed back, he looked out and saw a naked woman by the Got name of Bathsheba, yes, he did. and they they had sexual relations, and and she bore to him a baby, and and he tried to cover it up and killed her husband, and they get married, and they have the baby, and the baby gets sick, and while they're fasting and mourning and and seeking God, the baby dies, and he stops fasting. And he stops mourning, and he says, and this is what the Bible says. This is Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 21. <clears throat> he says, Then his servant said to him, What is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child died, you arose and ate food. And David said, While the child was alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, who can tell whether the Lord will be gracious to me, that my child might live? But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. And I believe this is an insight on not only the heart of David, that he would be reunited with his son, but the very real inspiration of the Holy Spirit that, that David expected to be uh, he expected to spend eternity, you know, all of the rest of his life with the God that he serves. And he believed and was inspired by the Holy Spirit to say that the baby can't come back, but he will one day be reunited with his, with his son. That is definitely a good one. That was Second Samuel, what? Chapter 12, verses 21, 22, and 23. Now we get another episode 
in the in the life of eternity when you have a question about whether <clears throat> whether we'll be recognizable. First of all, do you think we'll have more knowledge or less knowledge when we're in heaven? Oh, I think we'll have more knowledge. Yeah, actually, the Bible says that we'll know even as we're known. And so you're right. I, it was a silly question, but it's important to, to understand because when we are facing grief and we're facing loss, our minds don't work correctly. And sometimes it's just the simple questions that will bring us back to reality. And, and you're right. We're going to have more knowledge in heaven, not less. And Jesus gives us an episode. He gives us an insight of, two, of, a, of, a, of a time after death. And it is with the rich man and Lazarus. Are you familiar with that story? Yes. The rich man and Lazarus, they both die, and they go to a place of, of, of a temporary place in eternity. Like they, yeah, yeah. Or some, or, uh, they go into Hades. I don't remember, remember it good enough, but yes, I have heard it before. And after their death, and before their eternal uh, presence in the presence of God, there's, there's a conversation that they have with Abraham. And so understand, Abraham's dead. This is Luke chapter 16. Abraham is dead, but they know him as Abraham. Lazarus is dead, but he is known as Lazarus. The rich man is dead, but he is known as the rich man because we don't lose our identity after death. And I'll give you one more when you think about eternity. No, and I think that's so good. That's most helpful because I'm like, well, how do you, you know... I always thought I knew. That's what I know. You know, and now when I'm dealing with this, this has been so hard. I think I'm just getting my my vision is cloudy. Yeah, this puts everything. You you have been the the best way I I could describe um, the loss of a loved one, especially the loss of a child or a grandchild, is you get it's like you got punched in the gut. And have you ever been punched or kicked in the gut where you lost your breath? Oh yeah. And, and that's how it is right now for you spiritually. You, it sounds like you're beginning to gain a little bit of your breath back, but you just got kicked in the gut in the worst way that you could ever imagine. Well, and, you find yourself questioning. You're like, well, I've always thought this. Why am I thinking like this right now? Because you know better. Yeah, so your I mind races. You, what, what's happening is your mind is racing for any kind of, for anything to hold on to. And, and, when we question what we already know to be true, what our bodies and our minds are trying to do is create some kind of reality that we could take comfort in. And that hits it right on the head. That hits the nail right on the head. And what you're doing is right. And, and what I mean is by calling and getting biblical reality, that's really going to be the stability that you need. Uh, it, it, it doesn't necessarily bring immediate comfort um, even as time, just like like any wound, it's going to take time to heal, uh, and and even though it heals, it's always going to be a scar, and you're always going to miss him. I was just meeting with a friend today whose father passed away 14 years ago, and 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 his the 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 uh, and he passed away in a very harsh way. Um, he was he worked for Colorado Department of Transportation, and a drunk driver ran him over. Oh no! And and so that day, um, the the memori- the fourteen year mark was Monday, and then seven days before that, uh, or Sunday, and the well, we actually, it was two days ago. So Monday, yeah. 
And then seven days before that was the five-year mark of my son, um, losing my son. And, and I was telling him, you know, it, he was like, he, he was asking the question, and, and I think it's a good one, you know, I don't understand why that date always brings so much pain because I already know it's coming and I even plan for it to come. But when it comes, it just jacks me up. That's my words. Um, and, yeah. and, and it's true. Like it's, it, but, but it's like any, you know the date's coming, so you just need to learn to endure that time. You, you're, you're learning a whole new way to live your life because prior to this, you didn't have to deal with these things. And, and as your mind's running and going all over the place, which is normal, the only way to, the only way to, um, to have the stability that you're looking for is in the truth of God's word. That that's not going to change. Your feelings are going to change. Your mind's going to change. Your heart's going to change. But God's word does not change. And when we submit ourselves to God's word, He does bring the comfort and strength and encouragement that we're actually looking for. I totally agree. Yeah, it just this was different. I lost my dad 14 years ago, but I had the privilege to pray with him before he passed away. Mm. So his death did not hit me like this one. Right. I mean, it did. I love my dad. But I kept thinking of Job, and I'm like, look at what Job went through. You know, you can deal with, you know. But I guess my perspective just got a little bit different because it's a three-year-old. And, yes. You know. Oh, it's insane. It's just this is the worst of the worst. I'm yeah, sorry. well, I definitely appreciate it, and, and I wrote those verses down, and I'll definitely be reading. I could use all the spiritual warfare help I can get because it's been tough. It's a yeah. battle that you better have every armor you got, you know, for it. I agree. and Because you question everything. I started questioning stupid things that I know better. but And that's you, normal. You, it, it, it just, you have to understand this. It is, it is normal for your mind to be in such chaos. This, this is an attack on your mind, not just your emotions, but all at the same time. And the, I, and the fact that you're questioning everything is normal. You're not abnormal. You're not weird. Um, you're not a bad Christian. Um, you're not a bad mom or grandma having, trying to find your equilibrium. You've lost your balance, and you're grasping on anything you possibly can to gain your balance back. And, and I just a, a couple of things I want to recommend to you. Uh, one is is I, on my blog, on my website, I write on grief. And I have quite a few articles that I've written from my personal experience and just navigating my own problems uh, with losing my son. Uh, it's edtaylor.org. And there's some really helpful things that, I, that I've included there. And then a second website that's even a million times more valuable is a website called griefshare.org. Griefshare.org. And you can, there's all kinds of resources there. You can sign up for a daily email that they'll just send you a little devotional on the topic of grief. And, and then there are grief share classes around town. Are you, are you close? Are you near Aurora at all? No, Castle Rock. <clears throat> um, if there Castle may, Rock, if you, Larkspur. if you go to, you know, if you go to griefshare.org, you can find out if there's any grief share classes near you that when you're ready, because not everyone's ready right away, although I do hear in you a little readiness, um, that it would be really good to attend the, I think it's 12 or 14 weeks uh, on grief share, and they do classes. We have some starting up here in Aurora. It's, it would be worth the drive if we're the closest one, I promise you. Um, we have seen God bring liberty and strength to 
hundreds of people through our grief share ministry here. Well, that sounds perfect. I'm going to look it up, and if some of the resources online may help my daughter, she doesn't live in the area, but will. that'll be perfect. I'll share that with her, too. They definitely will help, and um, there's quite a few resources on that, and they're, they're completely uh, biblical, Christian, helpful. Um, it, it, it will, they, they will definitely help. Perfect. I appreciate that. Well, thanks for calling. All right. You have a great day, and thank you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. Wow. 303-690-3000. Always very difficult to hear. And I know many of you uh, are experiencing very similar things. Sorry. Sorry that, that you have to face the pain of grief. It's, it's horrific. 303-690-3000. Let's move on to Rhonda is in calling from Colorado Springs. Rhonda, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Ed. How are you? I'm okay, Rhonda. How are you? I'm good. I'm calling for prayer. Okay. Um, I've called in the past regarding um, a nephew that I have um, who is almost 18. His name is Corbin. Um, he has been diagnosed with anorexia, and he was suicidal, and he was admitted to the children's hospital. He's been in the hospital since January of this year. And um, they transferred him to Arizona and to an eating disorders. Um, that's kind of like a clinic um, to work more one-on-one. Yes. And he is still refusing to eat. He's pulling out his feeding tube. He's saying that he wants to die. Mm. Um, it's just horrendous, and um, I just want to lift him up because he needs deliverance, and I don't know, I'm kind of like at kind of a standstill. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do for him. As an aunt, um, just standing on the sidelines is so stressful, but I can't even imagine what his parents are going through. Mm. Well, let's pray. Yes. Father, we lift up Corbin to you, and you know all the intricacies of the difficulties in his life, all of the decisions he's making, and all of the opportunities and things that are laid before him, God. And just like my sister, I don't know how to help him. I don't know what he needs, but I do know you're faithful. I do know you've put Rhonda in his life for a biblical, spiritual reason. And I ask you to establish her and strengthen her as she serves her family. And I really mean that. I feel that burden, Lord, to pray that you would establish her, that she would be immovable in her commitment to love her family and serve her family, even when she feels inadequate, and even when she feels like she's making no progress or not not any good, that you would remind her, God, or even reveal to her any good that is happening and remind her of your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. I really believe that, Rhonda. I, I just sense that... You're feeling like you're making no progress. I do. I feel like like my hands are tied, and I want to help so much. And in the beginning, when he was here local, I was visiting. I was trying to go like once or twice a week, and I had contact with him so I could talk to him. And now he's in Arizona, and the place doesn't allow any outside contact. Yes. It's up to him to reach out, and he has not reached out at all. And that just kind of—it just— 
Well, remember I don't this. Know how to take it. Well, I, I mean, it's a season, obviously, that God has allowed for him to get some isolation and some focus. And I was reminded of this while we were praying that God put this this verse in my mind for you. First uh, Corinthians chapter three, verse seven. So then, neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God gives the increase. And whatever you've planted into his mind, as far as the truth is concerned, however it's been watered, just know it's God that gives the increase. And any time, in another place, the Bible says of itself that God sends forth his word and it will not return to him empty. It will accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. Okay, let's hold on to that. Hold on to it until you get to talk to him again. Okay. All right. Can you, can you keep me in your prayers just for strength? And I feel like I'm being spiritually attacked and just a lot of different things that have come my way that are very negative, and yes. I just feel so downtrodden. Well, and I would encourage you to um, send an email to prayer at calvaryaurora.org, okay. and we'll get a bunch of people praying for you. Okay. All right. That would be great. Okay. Prayer at calvaryaurora.org. All right. Thank you, Pastor right. Ed. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Chapel in Aurora, Colorado. I'm very grateful to be here with you. We're going to be in Bible study tonight in 2 Kings. Uh, Looking forward to getting back into our study. Last week, we just, the Lord led us to have an evening of worship, and it was sweet. It was was really cool. Our Wednesday night service is a Bible study, communion, worship through music and and prayer. Uh, we are like the closest that we can get to Acts 2.42 as a large church family, just really wanting to gather together and seek the Lord together. And so we'll be in Second Kings. Uh, it's such a great book, and I've been spending a lot of time in it, meditating in it this week, so far, Tuesday, basically, just spent a lot of time yesterday in Second Kings. Tomorrow, I'll spend a lot of time in Hebrews, and uh, that's what we're studying on the weekends. And if you're unfamiliar with our church, we teach the Bible verse by verse and chapter by chapter because we just believe that the Bible has been given to us by God, Old and New Testament. Every word is inspired, uh, and we believe that for the whole Christian to grow, that my responsibility as a pastor is to equip the saints, for the work of the ministry, and the best way to equip you is to train you and disciple you in what God has to say, and God wrote the Bible through the Holy Spirit, and so we study from Genesis to Revelation, and with the when we finish the book of Hebrews, then I would have completed teaching the entire New Testament here at Calvary Aurora, and I definitely have not gone as fast as some of my friends have gone teaching through the Bible. Um, but I'm not in any hurry. Like I'm not artificially trying to do it, and I'm not artificially trying not to do it. I'm just verse by verse, and sometimes we pause, sometimes I'm traveling, uh, and uh, and so you're invited. Come out tonight. Doors open at 6 p.m. We have a cafe down here with some coffee. Uh, we're going to be remodeling all that pretty soon here, uh, but for now it's working. We Somebody comes in and cooks a meal or makes a sandwich, and so there's dinner here. Or you can bring it in. You can bring pizza, whatever you want. There's Wendy's, Taco Bell. There's all stuff all around us. We're at Tower in Hampton Wednesday night. If you're not in Colorado, you can, uh, or you're not here, you can follow us live on our website, calvaryaurora.org, or on our app, 
And you can watch our service live. You can worship with us. You can pray with us. You can take communion with us. You can uh, get your notebook out and take notes. Uh, we would love, love, love to serve you, no matter where you are. Count it an honor. I'm going to be in New Jersey, actually, in a couple weeks. I'm going to be out at Bridge Fest, and I'm going to be sharing at Brig- Bridge Fest, uh, and I'm also going to be teaching at uh, Chris McCarrick's church in uh, New Jersey, uh, and I can't remember where that is. Uh, it's in Howe, New Jersey, uh, Pastor Crick, Kit, Chris McCarrick, and I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to remember what the name of his church is, and I don't remember. Cornerstone, I think. No, I don't know. Let me see if I can find out. Pastor Chris, I'm sorry, I'm talking out loud. I always do this when I'm not think when I don't have the whole thing uh, worked out here. I'll be teach. So I'm going to be at Bridge Fest, uh, and yeah, it's Cornerstone Calvary Chapel uh, in. Howe, New Jersey. I'll be there Sunday morning, and then I'll be heading off to teach at the Calvary Chapel um, conference in Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, right after that. So I've got a busy week in a couple weeks, but I can't wait to meet you guys that listen. I know this is Hope FM, but I'm we're, our radio broadcast is on Hope FM. It's also on Bridge FM. Um, our broadcast is called Abounding Grace Radio. It's the teaching ministry here at Calvary Aurora, and uh, we're going to be out at Cornerstone Calvary Chapel in Howell, New Jersey in a couple Sundays. And then just before that, I'll be at Bridge Fest, which is amazing. It's our second year being invited to Bridge Fest, and what an honor uh, to be out there. So I think we got time for the last call. Come on out tonight, guys. Come and worship with us. We'd love to serve you, worship the Lord with you. Um, so let's just go right to the phone lines. We've got a minute or two to talk with you. David in Louisville, Colorado. David, welcome to the program. Uh, yes, thank you, Ed. Um, You're welcome. So I just wanted a quick prayer for my wife and I. We are at the hospital awaiting uh, the birth of our firstborn son. Oh, wow. And, uh, we've been, yeah, we've been here for about 18 hours now. Okay. We have about four centimeters to go, so we're just praying for some guidance and strength for the uh, second half of this push and uh, just perseverance and strength through, through the end. All right. What's your wife's name again? Uh, Isabel. Father, we just lift Isabel up to you and that precious baby that is so close to entering into the world, from leaving the safety and security of the womb uh, to being in the safety and security of her parents' care. Uh, and I just pray for Isabel, Lord, strengthen her and all the pain and everything that, that goes with labor. Um, and, and be with, Lord, my brother as he supports his wife. And we just look forward to a, a baby born healthy and strong, uh, baby raised in the ways of the Lord, and may you have your way, and may, the, may this, as hard as the labor might be, may this delivery bring great joy to this family. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, so you have, do you guys want any suggestions for names? Uh, we have, his name's Eric. Man, <laughs> because if it was a girl, you could call her Edwina, you could call her Edifer, uh, there's quite a few. I mean, Ed, it, for for a boy, you could just say Ed. It's just be nice and easy that way. We go for Ed to Ed. So well, we, we can't actually, wait uh, to meet Aaron. Call us back and let us know how it goes. Yeah, we actually plan on uh, taking him down there to get him dedicated. We were talking to Pastor Jason the last time we were awesome. there last service on Sunday. It's going to be and, awesome. Uh, 
the uh, we're speaking of dedication. So I just de- um, I just dedicated a little Isaiah this last Sunday, yeah, man. Isaiah he Sunday, jumped yeah. into my yeah, he we jumped into my arms. All right, well we can't wait to meet Aaron. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. We're kind of nervous. Uh, it might have been too late to uh, get to our call, but I'm very I'm very grateful and appreciate your time. All right, man. God bless you. All right, thank you. You too. Bye bye. Ah, oh, what a joy. I was thinking of baby. You know, I got a lot on my mind. So obviously you guys can tell I'm always thinking, but, uh, you know, we've raised our children into adulthood and, um, so grateful to be able to do that. And, um, but you guys that are new in parenting and young families and young babies, just so excited for you. Uh, so excited. You know, it's like the opportunity where the kids in our church, they're like my kids, my grandkids. I, I not really have the opportunity to be with my grandkid, but I get to be with so many uh, kids in our church. I spent some time with the kids of the school today, and what an honor that God would entrust me uh, with just so many children. We got kids running around here like crazy, and uh, I'm so honored um, just to see them grow up, and, and then they move away, you know, and I get to watch them uh, in different places uh, around the world, you know, around the country, like being out in Bangkok and seeing Dave Gordon's kids, uh, Tasia and Ben, growing up. We had such a great time. Uh, I loved it. Uh, just able to amp them up on sugar right before bed, of course. And uh, uh, I'm sure Dave's like, go home, dude, go home. Anyway, we're going to be a Bible study tonight. Pray for little Aaron to be delivered. I'm so grateful uh, that, that you've given us medical technology. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll pray, Lord willing, I'll be the host. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.